I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, And, uh, yeah, there's still a little bit of echo in this room. The problem is that, uh, the room I podcast in is a good size room, which was nice, but there's a lot of echo in here because the floor is made of tile and the, you know, the walls are just bare. So there's not a lot in here and there's not a lot to absorb that echo. So that's why there's so much echo. I've tried making this like big PVC pipe wall and I've hung blankets over the top of that. And that works okay. It's not great. And it turns out the blankets that I'm using are just packing blankets are too heavy for the PVC pipe that I have. And they're actually bending the pipe. And it also looks messy. It's easy to take down and easy to put back up, but it does look messy. But I was like, I wonder if the company that makes my desk, which is autonomous.ai, that's where I got it at on that website. I was like, I wonder if they have those sound dampening dividers that you see in places where there's just like a bunch of cubicles or a bunch of desks. And it turns out they do, and they're not that expensive. So in the not too distant future, I will be purchasing one of those to go in front of my desk to help cut down on some of this echo. And then I also have some acoustic panels to go on the wall because I'm kind of in a corner. So some acoustic panels that are behind me and that's helped a little bit. And I'm going to put some acoustic panels that I have on the wall and that should help significantly uh, reduce the echo. And we'll see where that goes, but uh, it's going to be a little bit because uh, it's not in the budget right at the moment. So you just kind of got to deal with the echo. So I apologize about that. But let's get into the stuff that I like this week because there's a lot to like, to be honest with you. There's not a lot of news, but there's a lot of stuff to like. So as many of you know who listen to the show, can't find my cup holder. Oh, one second. Sorry, I didn't want to leave a ring of water on my desk. Anyway, as many of you know, um, I said I would give away a uh, Netflix subscription to anybody who was out of work and needed it. And nobody took me up on that offer. So I was like, okay, well, I'll extend that out. If you know somebody that needs it, then just email me and, you know, I'll give it and the gift can be from you. I don't care. I don't need any credit. Um, no one's taken me up on that offer to this point. And I get it. It's not a lot. It's just two $10 gift certificates to Netflix. It doesn't really have any real value. Well, two Patreon supporters, independently of one another, have stepped up. Mark from the UK increased his Patreon pledge 
uh, $250. And he's like, you know, use this money however you see fit. Um, expand the giveaway or use it for yourself. I'm, of course, going to expand the giveaway. It's a very generous thing for Mark to do. So I now have $70 to work with, and we'll just round that off to 80. I now have $80 to work with to help uh, folks who are in some sort of need, whether that's boredom or the, whether that's you need to buy school supplies. And uh, before I get to the next donation, I just want to go over this real quick. In the last uh, two weeks, my, I think my kids have been out of school for two weeks now. I've spent close to $600 on things that we needed to kind of get our household up and running for not only my kids' school and my wife's work. Now, before this whole lockdown thing, we probably printed at most 10 pages a week. Now with my kids' school, we are printing several hundred pages a week because they're just giving us the entire curriculum for the week. And then that, that includes the teacher's part and also my kids' part. Now, my kids happen to be twins, and they happen to be in the same grade, so we're able to cut down a lot of the things that we print because we only need to make the worksheets uh, two of each worksheet, but we don't need to print two of each curriculum for the teachers. But it's still, it's a significant amount of printing, and my printer... My printer gave up the ghost and really what's wrong with it is the drum broke or the drum went bad. It didn't really break. It just kind of wears out. It's a replaceable part. Unfortunately, my printer is so old. I can't get a new drum until anywhere between April 23rd and March 15th. My kids get out of school or May 15th. My kids get out of school at the end of May. My wife and I were like, well, I guess we need to buy a new printer. And a week before that, our document scanner, because we have to scan things and send back to them our document scanner broke. So I ended up buying a fairly expensive for me printer that does document scanning and the whole bit over wireless because uh, we got to try and make it as easy as humanly possible. And instead of buying two things that uh, we need, I just bought one thing and it actually ended up being cheaper than buying a printer and a document scanner. But my point is that with all of this stuff that's going on with the lockdown, maybe you need entertainment, but maybe you need to buy something for your kid's school. Uh, we've got 80 bucks. I am going to give, and it doesn't matter if you think you need it or you don't think you need it. I'm giving two $20 Amazon gift cards away. No, excuse me. I'm doing giving four $20 Amazon gift cards away. And you don't need to tell me why. Like, that's none of my business. You don't need to tell me why. I trust that if you're emailing, you need it. You got it. And it can be for, like I said, use it for anything. If you want to buy hand sanitizer, great. If you want to buy pencils and crayons for your kids, great. If you need new socks, great. I don't really care. It's all completely up to you. And more so, you don't, all you have to do is email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E. And in the subject line, write gift card. And that's it. And I will send you an Amazon gift card for $20. There's nothing else at all that you need to add into that. And don't feel bad about asking. My point is, is I want to give back. And clearly, Mark wants to give back because he upped his pledge, like I said, to $50, which is extraordinarily generous. And I would feel terrible if we didn't give these gift cards away. So please, please, please email me, Bodie at 918digital.com. Just put gift card in the subject and that's it. I'll send you the gift card and you never have to email me again or Mark. That's, that's all you have to do. So, uh, trying to make it as friction, uh, frictionless as possible. Now let's get to chips donation. Chip is also a 
subscriber to the Patreon feed. Chip has two items, two really unique items to give away from NASA. One is a coffee cup and the other one is a large long sleeve gray shirt. They both say the same things on them. I understand that not everybody is a large, so we'll give these two items away separately if that's okay. Because you may want a coffee cup, but you may not want the shirt and vice versa. So what we have here is we have a the coffee cup. It's white and it says, take the, excuse me, it says we take the heat. And then it's got the, I assume this would be some sort of space shuttle and like an Apollo capsule looking thing. Sorry, Chip. <laughs> I'm super dumb. Um, and then in orange underneath it, it's got the protective tiles that I'm assuming protects the craft when it re-enters the earth. It keeps it cool. I assume that's what those are for. <laughs> Chip, please correct me because I feel really stupid right now. And on the other side, it says uh, team member in that same Apollo capsule looking shape. It says team member at the top and then thermal protection systems facility, Kennedy Space Center. This is a really cool cup. The shirt is very similar. I didn't do a very good job of explaining this, and I, I kind of feel stupid. Um, but I will put the pictures on the uh, Patreon feed, so patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or supportkilowatt.com, and you can see them. I'll make them available for everybody to see. So if you would like the coffee cup or the T-shirt, just email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital, and then it's not even a contest. Just let me know you want it. And whichever one you want, the t-shirt or the coffee cup. Um, here's the twist, though, and I want to, to make sure everybody's aware of this. So Chip lives in Florida where the items are, and he rightly pointed out that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to ship the items to me, and then in turn, I ship the items to you. So he suggested that he just go ahead and ship the items out. So as long as you're aware of that, I will be giving your address and name to Chip, who I believe to be a trustworthy person. All right, cool. I just want to make sure everybody was aware of that we are really <laughs> we are 10 minutes into the show already, and I haven't even talked about one little bit of news. So I'm going to go over these next few things really quick. James from the U.S. gave me a tip. AliExpress, so it's aliexpress.com. They're having a sale on third-party Tesla accessories. Um, you know, I spent about an hour looking through the store. There are some repeats of items, but overall, there's some really cool things to buy for your Tesla at AliExpress and the prices weren't bad. So I highly suggest checking that out. And I want to say thank you to James for the tip. And I want to say a great big thank you to Mark, Chip and James. Uh, thank you very much. I do appreciate you guys. And I appreciate all of our Patreon supporters at patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. I owe each and every one of you a thank you. However, the show's gone really long. So we're going to skip that this week and I will hit it next week. Uh, our Patreon exclusive content this week is some Model Y tidbits that I thought were really cool. And I think you'll think they're cool as well. All right, let's get right into the news, everybody. Our first story comes from Mark Kane at Inside EVs. Initially, it was reported that the entire Alaska highway would get supercharging stations all along the highway, which is amazing, especially for tourists going up to Alaska and coming home from Alaska. However, it turns out the initial report was wrong and only one supercharger will be uh, installed and that will be installed in Anchorage. So effectively... No superchargers are being installed in Alaska because one is not going to cut it. Although I'm sure people in Anchorage will be thrilled. 
Clean Technica's Zachary Shahan has our next story. MG Motor, which is a British automaker, is making 100 of their ZSEV crossovers available to the National Health Service. This will allow healthcare workers to get from place to place while treating patients during the COVID-19 pandemic. So great for MG Motor. That's super awesome. Our next story is Fred Lambert from Electric. There's a lot of really quick hits in this first little part here, folks. GM is discounting the Chevy Bolt up to $10,000 and offering $199 leases. That's with nothing down with that $199 lease, which is pretty good if you want to lease a car. I looked on the website of my local Chevy dealer, and basically I couldn't get a Chevy Bolt. I could buy one for $28,000, or with no money down, I can lease one for $252, so not too bad. Now, I do believe that the Chevy Bolt has run out of the tax credit here in the United States, so you wouldn't be able to qualify for that, but still... Not too bad. And now our next story comes from Green Car Reports. And I'm going to say Mr. Halverson because I honestly don't know how to say this gentleman's first name. And I continued to butcher it and I feel terrible about it. But I figure Mr. Halverson is respectful and I want to try and be respectful. So here we go. Honda will use GM's EV platform to power future EVs. This includes GM's new Ultium propulsion system. We talked about this a few weeks ago. So what's included in the deal? Honda will have access to GM's battery packs that range from 50 kilowatt hours to all the way up to 200 kilowatt hours. Honda will also have access to three versions of the motor. And then they have the option to choose either a two-wheel drive or an all-wheel drive. Now, Honda is planning on building two EVs uh, with the GM platform. And they will start building these EVs in GM's factories in the United States and Canada starting in 2024. So pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool partnership. I know at one point Honda and Chevy had a partnership for a fuel cell vehicle. I don't know if this extends that partnership or it's a brand new deal, but still pretty cool to see them working together. Our next story is Inside EVs, Mark Kane. VW is debunking some misconceptions about EVs. And this is a weird coincidence because VW is releasing their EV, their new EV, the ID3. Said a lot of words that seem like they rhymed there. Anyway, we've heard most of these reasons over and over again and how they've been debunked. But I'm going to go over them anyway. And most of these things written are in my own words, not in VW's. I just kind of took some liberties. So misconception number one. EVs are harmful to the environment. According to studies that VW did not cite in their propaganda, EVs are more environmentally friendly than ICE cars. The CO2 produced when producing and charging an EV is equal to that of an ICE car, roughly is what they're saying. We've been over this a few times. This all depends on the auto manufacturer. It depends on who they source their materials from. It depends on how green their factories are. It also depends on where you, as the consumer, buy your electricity from. So if you buy it from a dirty coal plant, then of course you're going to be producing more uh, pollution than somebody who gets their solar from the rooftop solar panels. Okay, misconception number two, only high earners can afford EVs. VW has a marketing answer for this, but the real answer is EVs are expensive. If you don't make a ton of money, 
you can scrimp and save and you can afford to buy an EV because you put on a large down payment. But for, I would say, a fairly decent amount of people, uh, they're not going to just go out and buy an EV. They may buy a used one, but they're not going to buy a new one at $35,000 because it's just too expensive. Now, the ID3 does start at 30,000 euros, and there are government subsidies to help lower that cost. But we shouldn't have to rely on subsidies from the government to make EVs affordable. And I understand that, you know, this is new technology still relatively, and that we're just trying to prop up the market, basically. All right. Uh, misconception number three, batteries deteriorate too quickly. VW is actually warranting their batteries for eight years or 160,000 kilometers. And now, you know, from the side of the dumb American that doesn't know how to convert kilometers to miles, I was like, oh, that's not too bad. And then I converted it. It's like 100,000 miles, which isn't a lot. So VW guarantees a minimum of 70% of the battery, the capacity of the battery at eight years or 100,000 miles. And in the article, Mark Keen says the battery warranty is for the life of the car, but the car should go for more than 100,000 miles. So I hope that VW is overestimating the degradation of the battery. And when it really comes out and we start hitting that 100,000 miles or 160,000 kilometers, that we start seeing that it's producing better than what VW promised. And if it's producing worse, then that's going to, it's really going to suck. All right. Misconception four. EVs are only for traveling short distances. VW says that the ID3 can travel 290 kilometers or 180 miles after a 30-minute charge. I don't think I said that very good, but I don't have a better way of saying it. So that's where I'm going to leave it. Obviously, this depends on the type of charger being used. Electrify America has charging stations that are popping up all over the U.S., and I assume that they are also, you know, popping up in the rest of the world. Germany right now has 24,000 charging stations, and WeCharge has 150,000 charging stations across Europe, and the ID3 is not a vehicle that's coming to the U.S., so that's why it's significant that I'm reading out the <laughs> the numbers for Europe. Um, but the charging locations... They're, all that's going to continue to grow over the next 10 years. Like we're, we're not even close uh, to being fully built out on that. So I, I don't think this is a problem. And obviously VW doesn't either. Um, there's nowhere to charge an EV. That's misconception number five, which we just talked about. Misconception number six, EVs easily catch fire and are difficult to extinguish. Um, VW says that EVs are just as safe as ICE cars. And honestly, after, you know, a lot of research into this, ICE cars and EVs, they just burn differently and they burn for different reasons. EVs do require a significant amount of water, way more than an ICE car does as a general rule. And then they also require monitoring after the vehicle's extinguished. And some fire departments have gone so far as to lift the EV up with a crane and stick it in a garbage can like one of those big giant dumpsters stick it in there and fill the dumpster up with water <laughs> so i mean it is a different way to fight a fire but volkswagen says that through charge management software and the steel body that protects the battery we should be good it's safe we'll see misconception number seven there are not enough raw materials and extraction harms the environment so according to VW, existing raw materials could last the next 150 years. 
that still doesn't seem like a very long time to me. That seems like way longer than I thought it was. I figured maybe 70, 80 years, but 150 years doesn't seem like it's a lot. So we really need to get our act together on this raw material stuff. Now, I know that you can also recycle materials from existing batteries. And I'm going to assume that existing materials means that there are locations of raw materials that we don't know about yet and we haven't tapped into. So they're not counting that. But VW says it uses clean raw materials. I don't know what that means. I don't know how we verify that they're sourcing their materials responsibly. So there's really no such thing as clean raw materials because you're digging into the earth in some cases with dirty vehicles and you're pulling something out of the earth that really wasn't meant to be pulled out. So it's like saying that we use clean coal. It's really a marketing term. It's not really reality. I'm sure they do it as clean as possible, but clean materials. <sighs> I, I just don't see that as being a thing. Clean raw materials. It's just not, not a thing. Okay, let's move on to Tesla news. And before we really get into the Tesla news, I want to talk about Elon, Tesla, and I assume SpaceX are donating medical supplies to hospitals in locations where COVID-19 is hitting the hardest. And a lot of these supplies are like ventilators and uh, they donated some CPAP and BiPAP machines. A lot of people are complaining that Tesla and Elon, and again, maybe SpaceX, I haven't heard of SpaceX is doing anything. They're not doing enough and they should do more. And to this, I say, get over yourself because with few exceptions, any medical supplies being donated right now are critical. Maybe something gets donated that isn't necessarily useful now. Well, as they progress in the treatment of the COVID-19 virus, maybe at some point they're like, oh, you know, this thing that we have in the corner over here, these things are useful and we have 300 of them. Let's start using them and trying to find more. Right now, this is a crapshoot because this virus uh, reacts differently in so many different people. It's hard to get a trend as to where it's going to go. Like somebody who's in their 70s might get it and be fine. And somebody who's relatively young gets it and dies. We don't know why. There's still a lot of mysteries. It's just, you know, it's just the whole thing's just a crapshoot. In a related story, I think it was like Mark Zuckerberg or somebody that's really rich like him from Silicon Valley, donated $25 million and somebody wrote, well, it's not even 1% of your total net value. And $25 million is still $25 million. It doesn't matter how much it is in comparison to uh, Mark Zuckerberg, for instance, net, net worth. Like if I had $25 million and I gave $25 million, it's 100% of my net worth. It's going to spend the same as Mark Zuckerberg giving $25 million to help fight the virus. I, I like the way people are acting right now is, is, is really disheartening to me. And in the end, what I'm trying to say is if someone is trying to be kind, then don't be a dick in return. And I'm sorry I used that word, but I feel really passionate about it. I hardly ever, if ever, cuss on this show, but it really makes my blood boil. And I'm just going to leave it there. And let's move on to our first actual news story. Fred Lambert from Electric. Gigafactory New York will reopen so it can make ventilators. Tesla will be building uh, ventilators at the Fremont factory as well. Tesla is working with medical device company Medtronic. Elon has said in the past, I believe it was on Twitter, that they will donate all of the ventilators that they make at their factories 
I'm not really sure how this works if they're working with Medtronic because Medtronic actually makes money selling medical devices. So I'm not sure if Medtronic's on board with donating ventilators, but maybe they are. I, I don't know. Okay, moving on to our next story. This was originally through CNBC, but I got it from Jeremy Korzanuski at Autoblog. You would not believe how many times I had to repeat that and because I kept messing it up. Um, and also, I'm not even sure I said it right. Anyway, moving on. Because of the coronavirus, Tesla is cutting contractors from their assembly plants in Fremont and in Sparks. Hundreds of workers are affected by the cuts. And honestly, this is a real bummer. I'm not sure it wasn't unexpected by those contractors. I'm sure that they were probably hoping that Tesla would keep them on. You know, it doesn't make it better, by the way. It's still a bummer. But yeah, Tesla is cutting those contractors. There's also some hubbub about Tesla's Lathrop Distribution Center in Lathrop, California. Tesla is saying the distribution center is essential but employees are concerned that Tesla is increasing the risk of getting COVID-19 by keeping the center open. Honestly, I read through the documents and I can't tell if there's any merit to this at all. Um, as an employee, I would want to stay at home during this time because I want to keep myself and my family safe. And I do believe that Elon said at some point that if any Tesla employees don't feel safe, then they can stay at home. This was before the factory shutdowns. And I don't know if this comes out of their sick time or if Tesla is just giving them time saying, stay home. It's cool if you don't want to come to work. Uh, Tesla says that they have scaled back operations, but employees say that they're lying. You know, I don't know where this sits. I put the link in the show notes so you can take a look for yourself if you want. Like I said, I read through a lot of the documentation. I didn't read through every single piece, but I read through a lot of the documentation that they give. And I just can't get a good read on it. It seems to me that Tesla should close that center, but who knows? The article is by Gustavo Heinrich Rufo from Inside EVs. So if you would like, the link will be in the show notes. Fred Lambert has our next story. Elon announced that the tri-motor system for the Model S and Model X Plaid version is too complicated and needs to be simplified. Now, Elon didn't go into any detail other than that. Uh, specifically, he said, we're going to simplify Plaid. We're going, excuse me, we're going to simplify Plaid a little was getting too complicated. Honestly, I don't know what that means. And nobody else knows either, except for Elon and the team. But I'm sure we'll find out something on the next earnings call. Joey Klinder from Tesla already has our next story. According to hacker and Twitter user Green the Only, Tesla is planning to update launch mode for the Raven versions of the Model S and Model X. Raven is the actual latest version of the Model S and Model X. Tesla will be optimizing the adaptive suspension and powertrains to improve launch mode. I think this is really cool if you want to take off real fast. I really don't care about that stuff, but I mentioned it because there are people who like to take off real fast. And, you know, it's a cool demo. Um, inside EVs, Andre Ned, Nedelia. My God, I picked the hardest names this week. Thank you, Andre, for writing an amazing story. Tesla owners can now watch Century Mode uh, video clips from the comfort of their own car. 
Prior to this, the Tesla owners had to take the flash drive or SSD out of the vehicle and then attach it to a computer to watch the clips. This makes sense. I don't know why it wasn't in it originally, but I'm glad it is now. And our next story comes from Fred Lambert. Tesla has finally revealed the price of the power pack, and it is a whopping $172,000. Now, this power pack is equipped with a 232 kilowatt hour battery, but still, I did not think that the power pack was going to be this expensive. And now this makes me wonder, what's the mega pack going to cost? Because the power pack was, it that's expensive. I figured it'd be like 70, maybe 80 grand. Honestly, I had no idea. Um, and then that leaves us to our final story. And this comes from the Tesla investor relations page. Tesla has released their production numbers for Q1 2020. So here we go. Model S, Model X. Production, 15,390. Deliveries, 12,200. Model Y and Model 3. Production, 87,282. Deliveries, 76,200. For total, production for the quarter is 102,672. And deliveries is 88,400. I am being told this is the best quarter ever for Tesla, which is amazing. And it probably would have been even better if the coronavirus hadn't hit because first it hit in China and then it hit in the United States. So they had to shut down factories in two different countries. China's back up and running. This is a great announcement, but here's what I would have liked to have seen in this announcement. First, how many Model Ys they actually produced and delivered. Now, I understand and everybody understands that they are not going to have a huge number because they started, you know, somewhere in the middle kind of the beginning to the middle of March. So that really only left them with three weeks and then they had to shut down production. But I kind of want to see how many they were able to build and get out there. And then also how many they were able to deliver, obviously. So I would have liked to have seen the Model Y broken out from the Model 3. I'd also like to see the numbers from Gigafactory China broken out and Gigafactory uh, Fremont uh, broken out so that we can kind of get an idea of how well the cars are selling in China versus the US, that kind of thing. And again, there could be a great big asterisk over this because the, you know, the whole coronavirus thing and the shutdowns, but still the delivery and production numbers look really good. So congratulations to the team at Tesla. That's pretty cool. All right, everybody, that's the whole show. I've taken up entirely too much of your time. If you would like a gift card, just email me Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com and then just put in their gift card. That's it. Don't put anything else in the, the body of the text, just in the subject line gift card, send you a $20 gift card to Amazon. If you would like that t-shirt and cup from Chip, send me your information and I will get that to him. Um, you know what? I also didn't mention I'm giving away a Frunk Pumpy, Frunk Puppy, man, I'm having the hardest time talking tonight. Frunk Puppy Tumbler. So you can drink your warm or cool drink in style, Frunk Puppy style. So this item will actually be an actual giveaway. I haven't received it in the mail yet. I've talked to Earl and, you know, it's kind of hard to get to the post office during the coronavirus. It's not a big deal. I am not in a hurry to get it. I know that he will get it to me. But just so you know, um, just send me an email and say Frunk Puppy Contest and I will put you in the list. And once he gets here, we'll have a drawing and we'll give it away. And then finally, 
uh, go to AliExpress. And if you have a Tesla and search for those accessories again, I want to thank Mark, Chip and James. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. And then if you want to email me, I've given that out a thousand times for any other related or unrelated topic, but you can also hit me up on Twitter at 918digital. And yeah, if you're new to the show and there's some people are, we've had a dramatic 25% drop in downloads. But if you're new to the show, thank you very much for giving us a chance. I usually don't ramble so long in the beginning, just so you know. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Everybody have a great week and I will talk to you next Friday. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.